What can you do to improve your writing and build your network as a part of it? As a creative and professional writer, my time post-college graduation was just that. Difficult to keep an upward learning curve that honed my craft and connected me with others in the field. So today, join me on a quest to connect writers to the experiences they need with top authors, editors, and publishers ready to share their methods for success. Become a part of a new elevated selection for publishers and debunk the myth that while writing is a solo act, being a writer is not always solitary. Am I right? Hey there, word wizards! Welcome to another episode of Am I Right? Today we have Stephanie Hayes with us, and Stephanie is going to bring a little more information to the business side of writing, which is a very large part of what we do. Uh, whether you're, you know, writing for um, income, regular income that isn't your book, which is most people in the world, or whether it's you know just thinking about yourself more as business because you are presenting yourself as a brand. That's what writers do. Um, Stephanie's got a lot to a lot to offer on that and she knows a lot of creatives herself. So I'm really excited to dive into it. So first off, thank you for coming into the show, Stephanie. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes. And Stephanie, I should mention, is her own podcast host. So you should for sure check that out. Um, so she knows what she's doing here. Um, but I wanted to just read a little piece of her bio that I thought was just really poignant. And she says that there is so much focus on the business community around starting up and early growth, but no one's talking about the established business. The established businesses, excuse me, have become viable and profitable, but who whose owners feel stagnant and uninspired and directionless. And it is my solid belief that if there's one aspect of your life that you're feeling directionless, that you're feeling that pressure, your creativity is gonna it's gonna plummet. It's not gonna be the same. And I think we talked a little bit about deadlines, working with deadlines as a writer. Uh, a lot of people don't realize how much pressure that puts on you to to produce things creatively with without any kind of um, with restrictions I guess you should say on it so um I before we dive into the first question I just wanted to give you a minute to introduce yourself and talk about kind of what you do in your business and why it brings you the passion that it does oh thanks yeah thank you so much I'm a business strategist and I work with um, small, medium-sized businesses and creative professionals as well um, in helping them kind of grow from where they have gotten to and when they're feeling a little bit stagnant, when they're feeling a little bit uninspired, they're feeling a little bit burnt out. Those are usually good triggers to, you know, help me know that they have gone to a place of misalignment within their business or they're they're pursuing something that doesn't serve them any longer or they've just reached sort of the time limit on you know the work that they're doing and it's time for a little bit of a refresh and so I work with them on building business models that are going to take them through to um to the end result of their business which we don't talk about a lot yeah yeah, and sometimes they don't know if they they don't even know if they want to exit, if they you know, if you should stay in and just give it the boost that it needs. And a lot of that just comes from that, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to be an entrepreneur. It's a lot to present yourself every day as a brand and try to, you know, keep the marketing going and keep every all the, you know, wheels in alignment. And so I think it's really important to talk about, which is why I was really excited to have Stephanie on today because burnout is a real thing. And I and I'm just curious with you, why do you think it's such a such a problem in the US today. Why do you think burnout is an issue? Well, I'm not an expert on burnout, but I, you know, I I in the work that I've been doing with my clients, you know, you certainly see it on an ongoing basis. And I think part of it is just like this culture that we're in where you know the we we have rewarded ourselves with 
being, you know, someone who does more and more and more who is busy. And I think there are a lot of, a lot of people who haven't got a business education who have been thrown into entrepreneurship, who think that the only way to be successful is to do all the things. And what I know very, very well about doing all the things is that you definitely don't need to do all the things. You need to be really, really clear on, you know, what, what you are doing and what you are moving towards and what serves you as an individual and mm. just focus on those things. And it's okay. People need permission to to cut all this stuff out of their lives, out of their businesses, because most of the time it's not serving them anyway, and it's not really moving them forward. But we have this like guilt complex and we have this idea that all of the things are things that we should do. But I think if you, every time yeah. I hear should, it means I wish I didn't have to, right? So yeah. I think that that permission to stop doing things um, is one of the antidotes to burnout. Mm, so good. The word should means I wish I didn't have to. That's so true. And not something that we visit enough. I should visit that more. Should think about that more often. Should see, there we go. I should think about that more often through the day. And uh, it's so true. And uh, something that you mentioned in you know, what you do is that you talk about the real things um, on your, on your podcast, you talk about the real things that happen. And there's this kind of celebrity stories stigma that goes around like, Oh, they became famous overnight. And it was, they just threw it out there and there it was and zero work to it. And that's becoming more deconstructed. I think as society gets more, you know, involved in understanding of it, but I do think it's still a problem. And so I would love for you to share with those who are listening to this audience um, and trying to make it and trying to, you know, get the big break. Um, what steps can you take um, the beginning there to start going away from feeling uninspired and directionless? Is there, are there habits you can develop? Are there actions that you can take? Is it just call up Stephanie and she can help you? And what, <laughs> what is your first piece of advice for those who are like, okay, I'm recognizing that I'm in this state and I, I'd like to get out of it. So this is an alignment problem, right? And it means that we've tried to build a business that isn't aligned with who we are as individuals. And mm -hmm. so the the very first work, piece of work that I do with my clients, regardless if we're doing an exit strategy or if we're just doing business model design or we're just kind of getting you out of a rut, the very first work that we do is we come back to who you are and we identifying who you are as a, as a business owner, as an individual, as a business owner, what you value. And the question that I ask my clients is, what does your business need to do for you? And they're confused. And I think a lot of, because they're so used to talking about what their business does for other people, but they haven't really thought about what their business needs to do for yeah. them. And as creative professionals, you know, we, we don't always identify ourselves as businesses either or as business owners. And so there's this like tension, right? So when we come back and we identify like, who are you as a business owner? What is your, where's your business passion coming from? Is it the customers? Is it the products? Is it the, the, the way that you work or is it the experience or the skills that you're using? And then we can start to build out from there. I think the, like the, the, the energy within your business is so driven by alignment with who you are and you don't need to follow strategies other people have done just because they work for them because they won't work for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they work for them and they won't, that doesn't prove that it's going to work for you. So we have to really figure out what feels really good for you. And oftentimes it's taking all sorts of marketing shoulds off your plate and just finding something more creative and finding something that 
that inspires you now as creative professionals, you have this sort of additional dynamic within your business where there's a tension, there's like an ongoing tension between, you know, deadlines and delivery and being creative. You can't be creative on demand. And so I think that oftentimes I've had a lot of clients who are writers and oftentimes they butt up against each other and it it becomes really, really hard to want to do the work. And when you peel back the layers, it often comes out that it's not about the work, not wanting to do the work. It's about the, the circumstances and the situation in which you're doing the work. And that is the kind of, that's the place that we need to start, you know, peeling back the layers and, you know, figuring out what actually is going to keep you, keep your energy up and keep you inspired. I love that. That is so in tandem with some of the things that we've talked about on previous episodes, which is building your creative environment to be tailored to you. Because in writing, as a creative individual, creativity is subjective in a lot of ways. You can't apply one formula to success. And I think too often people feel like they're missing, they're missing some kind, they haven't arrived and there is no arrival. (laughs) That's kind of, you know, it's fake. And I, I just love that you said that because I, I hope that those who are listening know that you are your own brand. You're presenting your own brand. Even if you're just starting out in writing, um, you're your own business, but you could own that and you should find what works for you. Right. And, and yes, there are, there are antidotes and there are tropes that you should, you know, avoid in your writing. That's your own personal, you know, journey. But, but as a, as a business person, as a, as a product that you're selling essentially, because you are selling yourself as the product, you, you can't, I mean, there's no one way for success. So I love that you tailor it to the individual because otherwise that brand is just gonna, I mean, I, I felt it before. And like you said, the, putting the deadlines and the restrictions on it and bucking up against each other is so true. So thank you for sharing your wisdom on that. That's definitely, definitely a nugget of wisdom that I hope and, and, and pray that people are listening to, because I think it's something that needs to be addressed. Um, as we are kind of moving forward with the, with the interview here, I kind of wanted to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit more about your business and what you can do to, to help, which you have touched on. Um, but I, I noticed something in your kind of in your bio and you talk about how, um, basically trying to put words to it, how most people don't even think of exiting where they're at as an option. Um, and you talk about businesses specifically, but I'd love you know to hear your thoughts on, on it is an option and what it can do to help kind of make your life better and how it, you can change from where you're at financially to get there. I love that you asked this question because I think for your audience, this is particularly true. Um, artists, creatives, you know, in whatever you know, format that takes often think that they're, you know, they're, they're not set up to have an exit or have some type of event like that with their businesses. And actually that's not true. Right. Um, And so the work that I do with my clients is typically when they've gotten to a point where they've got a viable business that's been running for a while, or, you know, they've got a viable service and they're just kind of uninspired or burnt out. They're, and there's nothing wrong with the business. There's nothing, you know, it's not on a nosedive or anything like that. They're not trying to fix something, but they're kind of going, I feel like my my lifespan with this business is coming to an end. I don't really see what's next. I, I, I like, do I just end? Do I just stop? And then everything yeah. else stops. And that's a, that's a, a, that's a function of being so focused on revenue, right. And on income. 
And so what I'm trying to do is help them see that there are other options and that over time, you can actually focus on creating assets inside your business. And I think that this is really actually quite relevant to creative professionals because they're in a position to do that. But if I'm not working, I'm not working with people who are, you know, sitting there saying, I'm going to, I need to sell my business now. They're thinking this is two, five, maybe even 10 years out, but they're working towards creating value inside their business so that if in the end, that's what they actually want to do is sell it. Then we're working on things that actually have value to a buyer or they're building their business in such a way that they can exit, but still retain ownership. So Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of ways to get yourself out of your business, but nobody talks about it. Everybody talks about starting up. Everybody talks about growth, but nobody talks about, you know, ending that relationship with your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think too, with creatives, it feels like if you do just end it, or if you are thinking about ending it, that somehow that's equivalent to a failure because of all the work Mm -hmm. that you've put into it and, and, and time and, and just mental and physical, like we've talked about energy before, you know, the energies that you spend. And um, that's not necessarily true. It's not, exiting is not a last resort, like, oh, I I can't do anything else. And here I am as a, as a failure, right? It's, there's no, it's a really it, good point. Yeah, yeah. it's an active and, decision. And one of the things that I've built into this program is that we very intentionally look at the post-exit, what I call the deceleration, because I've seen so many business owners who have exited and who um, go into like an existential crisis, because think about how much of your identity is tied up in what you've built. And I think that's probably relevant for, for creatives as well. You know, how much of your meaning comes from the work that you've done and how much of your esteem comes from having been that person who's created this thing Mm -hmm. and then it goes away and now someone else owns it or someone else is running it. And what does that make you? So that's why I bring in partners who can work with my clients on, you know, from a life coaching perspective or from a financial, um, you know, personal financial strategy perspective, because what am I going to do with the money? What am I going to do with my life? How am I going to sort of slowly decelerate or create a new sense of meaning in my life? And so there's a human side to um, these exits. There's a human side to acquisitions that a lot of people don't even focus on. Yeah. Great. And I, that's amazing that you do that, that you have recognized that need, because like you said, nobody talks about it. So someone needs to, and someone needs to help take care of these people who have really, you know, put a lot of effort into their lives and creativity and just need that, need that new direction and that fresh start. Um, we're, we're about out of time here, but I would love to hear if you could offer a piece of advice to your younger self about whether it's life or, or business, um, something that you, you know, maybe you wish you would have known a little bit early, what would that be? There is no end, right? There's no arriving, there's no one specific place you get to, and then you're just chill, right? Then you're just hanging out there. You know, this is a process of constant evolution. And when we're constantly judging ourselves based on having not gotten somewhere that we think that we're supposed to get to, because it's natural that we're just going to keep going, we're going to keep going, and we're going to keep exploring, you know, it's almost like a like a like a funnel where we if you're really intentional about all this stuff you get closer and closer and closer to a more of a definition but i'm almost 50 and i mm-hmm. still 
I'm defining who I am as a business owner. And so I think if we lose, the minute we take the pressure off ourselves that we are supposed to arrive somewhere, that we're supposed to like hit some place and then everything's going to be great, that just doesn't, that's not real and that doesn't work and that's not a bad thing and it's actually kind of fun. So that is the big learning that I've had and I've taken away from my experiences. That's great. That's our plat quote of the of the episode. There's always one poignant, you know, phrase and it's there is no arrival, there is no end. You can continuously work on yourself and if there's anything I've learned about choosing this, you know, this revenue is or I guess avenue is uh creativity is continuously evolving and you have so much more to learn and I feel like that would be putting a restriction on yourself and on what you can offer to the world if you just stop believing that you know you have more that you can offer. So Thank you again for coming on. Um, if if uh, those who are listening need some more Stephanie Hayes in their life, if we need to you know, <laughs> want to learn some more about you and, and what you can help us with um, to get that balance in our life, um, where can we go? You can go to my website at stephaniehayes.biz or you can find my podcast at podcast.stephaniehayes.biz or look us up on any of the directories, Real People, Real Business. We are in there telling the real, real stories uh, no celebrity stories, just relatable, accessible, um, good advice from people who have been through the ringer. Yeah. Great. And we'll put that in the show notes for everybody listening. So please check it out. Her podcast is phenomenal and she has a lot of wisdom behind her and years of experience. And so I think she has a lot to offer us. So, um, Stephanie, you stick around for a minute, but for those who are listening in all of our word was our word wizards out there, right on. Can you see ways to improve your writing process already? Thanks for joining us on this excellent episode of Am I Right? For more information about the podcast, guests, or upcoming episodes, follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Right on, Word Wizards!